0: We are back with our second episode of Who's Your Band. I'm sitting here with Sean Morn. Hello, Sean. Hi, buddy. And we we are back. And uh, how was uh, the holidays? Everything for you?
1: Oh, it was wonderful. Wonderful. Had a nice little break. And now we're getting back to the swing of the comedy thing and swing of our podcast again. So everything's great.
0: And I think we have some uh, good things uh, coming up in the the future here. And we are lucky to be sitting here with a special guest uh, for this episode. It is... The one and only, the comic reverend, Mr. Bob Levy.
2: Thank you, guys. good to be here. I like when you say special guest. You make me sound a little retarded. I love it.
0: (laughs) We'll we'll determine that at the end of this episode. Well, we we
1: know you personally, so we know the truth anyway. (laughs) We don't have to go down that road.
0: (laughs) Okay, so let's get into this. Okay, so Bob, you grew up in Staten Island, right?
2: Yeah, born in Brooklyn, but.
0: Born in Brooklyn.
2: Where did you go to high school? Uh, I went to Susan Wagner high school for like six years and I still didn't graduate. I had wait, to drop was, out. Wait, no. stop.
0: Time out. <laughs> well, wait, you, you you don't keep talking after that statement. You uh, went to high school for six years and, and and then didn't finish.
2: I still would have had to have been there another half a year, but the whole thing is I started driving. I had a car, you know what I mean? Right. I practically was engaged too at the time I was so old, but don't know, but I was starting to drive like my friends, younger brothers and sisters to school. And I was like, this is just too much. Everybody was Ooh. gone. It was like, you know what I mean? You had nobody anymore. Yeah. You when, walked in, nobody knew you.
0: You you started high school at Wagner or did you start yeah. in, no, in Brooklyn?
2: I, I started, no. When did you move to Staten no. uh, like Island? How old were you? Oh, I was in second grade, man. And it was okay. so So you, so you went to
0: uh, junior high school out there, and everything? Oh yeah. What, so. what type of kid were you?
2: Uh, sports, man, everything, baseball, right, everything, hockey after school, you know, football, everything, uh, sports was everything to me.
0: Now I grew up in Staten Island too. And, you know, I remember back in the day you had, uh, two distinct groups of, of, of kids. You had your disco kids who were like influenced by like, you know, uh, the old Staten fever. And like, they still kind of like, yeah, of, you know, we called them Cougines. yeah. And then you had your Rockers. Okay. Yeah,
2: we called them, they, 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 we, we, we had Critters or Guido. Oh, yeah. Critters and (laughs) Guido. Yeah, that's what they were known. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, because I grew up in uh, Great Kills. Me too. And and we would hang out at at the creek and we'd play football behind uh, Susan Wagner. And then like you'd go in the back of the woods and you'd smoke pot and, you know, drink beers on on Friday night and have keggers and stuff. You know. Just on Friday, you did. (laughs) Little
1: known fact, I actually (laughs) went to college in Staten Island, too. Did you really? Yes, I did. St. John's University.
0: That's a good school. Staten Island always is that common Bond that, yeah, and I remember what I used to do was I would sneak out of my house on uh, like a Tuesday night on a weeknight because uh, Twisted Sister played the um, the Rock Pals down okay, on the yeah, belt, yeah. and it goes, You know, tell my, my parents I was going to play rehearsal, mm-hmm. and then I go see Twisted Sister on on a, on a Tuesday night, and then you had you remember bands like Zebra, yeah, and Phantom Zopra, mm-hmm. is, is that before your time? No, I know Twisted Sister.
2: <laughs> there was another big band with Twisted Sister back then. Uh, I, f- I forget the name. We used to, we used to go... Uh, it was TT Quick. TT Quick was around, but there was others. And uh, it was the Rock Palace. And then what was the other one? Snoopy's. No, Snoopy's, but there was another the, one. There it was, was
0: Snoopy's and The Factory, the, which is the, the, same, factory. It's the same place. Okay,
2: The Factory. Yeah, I remember The Factory. It. That's when I walked in with Twisted Sister, got to meet Dee Snyder. Uh, interviewed him on the radio one time and I go, you remember the factory? And he's like, love the factory. And I was like, yeah, I grew up there. I go, I I go, I met you, it, the bathroom basically, it, you pissed in a bathtub. And I go, you remember oh, the bathtub was, it, it, there? It, it was
0: disgusting.
2: Yeah, really? a, it was disgusting. and he was like, the fucking bathtub. Man. It was like it was
0: a $5 like, cover charge, you know, you know oh. beers were cheap and you'd see like these incredible bands. Oh, uh, the other big band were like White Tiger. That's who it was, yeah. Yes. White tie. I mean, and there would be like literally hundreds. I mean, mm-hmm. of of just like rock is just like it, it looked like something out of Wayne's World. Mm-hmm. And everyone would just sit there and they do like covers and they'd throw in a couple of their originals. Yeah. But twi- when sis- Twisted sister played, it was always something special. Oh. Remember?
2: Yeah. I don't know if it was them or another band that used to op- they used to open with Tie Your Mother Down. It
0: uh might have been somebody else, but it- no, Twist Sister would open up with uh What You Do Can't Hurt You okay. and the music they would play before um, they came on like oh, oh, from the DJ was mm-hmm. um, uh, that the who song no rock is dead. What was that song? Called?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, long live. long long rock. Long
0: live. And then yeah. and then the lights would go down and then they, then they would open up and there'd be that that opening good talk with that and then and then uh, D would come running out. And it's like good evening, you know, yeah. and, dun, 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 and then yeah. and, and it was fucking great, man. I still get chills. Oh, thinking about how it, it awesome was it was, that uh, was it was
2: so much fun. I mean, you can go there and have $40 on you and have the time of your life. Exactly. You know?
0: And now dopey fucking kids are paying $150 to watch some DJ drop a beat. I, 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 on, I don't, don't even know when, when, it's,
2: when you see signs like on Atlantic City, like, uh, you know, October 13th, DJ, what DJ, what, he's going to just play songs and for it, me? Yeah, what exactly. am I fucking stupid? And
1: everybody sits there and watches the DJ. Oh, is he going to drop Oh, it? And I they make, know. they make so much money pushing buttons. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. I don't, I, don't, I don't get that, man. Me but do But
0: they don't, they, they don't know like what that was like on a weeknight. And then like, you go back to school the next day and you just didn't care. Like, you know, you, you got in at like, one o'clock in the morning, you yeah. had to get up, but you know, you, you saw a sister that night. One of the way you would Twisted Sister shirts to school. One oh, of the yeah.
1: greatest like things that I had in my band was when I got to play L'Amour in Brooklyn. Oh, oh I love Lemoore. And, and you know, I always heard the history of it. I never got to really, I was, you know, a little younger to, you know, during the eighties and nineties to get to go out there, but I got to play there. And I remember selling, just like we do with comedy. I was on the streets selling tickets, begging wow. people to buy tickets. And I go in there. And we opened with the heaviest song we had and the place just hated us. Mm. So I was like, but it was still a great experience. Who we you on the bill with? uh, It's a metal band named God Forbid. They're pretty, they were pretty popular. This is back in 2000. So, but even the guy at the band was like, don't worry, man. That was really good. I enjoyed it. Fuck them. So, but it was still like, it's a diff
0: that era is gone.
1: You know, that era is just gone. It
0: is gone. So, you're 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 in Susan Wagner High School and you're mm-hmm. driving a, a car and you're 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 47 years old in high school still. Yeah. And so, <laughs> who ends up being like your band? Like who was your who was who was like the band for you to go see? Like who's your favorite band?
2: Uh, well, the first one that I went to, uh, I I I think it should be everyone's, especially in time was Kiss. It was like you know, was that your first concert. Yes, even if you did. Do you yeah. remember when? Uh, seventy six. Yeah, but. It, no. But but the whole thing is, is that like, it, I wasn't a huge fan of the music. It was the show that right. brought you into it. It's like anybody can go see them. And then you can get into the music kind of later if you want. Right. But it was like, it was amazing. I see, you know, you're sitting there on mescaline and some big tall Jewish guy in a wig is shooting
0: fire out of his mouth. This is amazing. KISS was my first show. It was a couple of years later. And I think the KISS alive Tutor. we may have talked about this on the last show i mm-hmm. just how, how how great uh that that show was and and billy Squire's band piper was the opening uh, act shit exactly yeah i, I but, piper yeah remember like they like kiss and it would have like the you know the the drum riser mm-hmm. and stuff i mean and they opened up with uh, Detroit Rock City. So. I
2: was so, I don't know what they opened up, but it was a great concert, I think I remember. I've never felt so young
1: <laughs> in my entire life. <laughs> yeah, but it, like, it was almost amazing almost like Sean
2: is like he's a neophyte here. Okay? Yeah yeah the but the first band I seen live was what, what you would have to say is Piper. Because they opened up they opened up right.
0: do you remember like how what a great feeling it is to go to Madison Square Garden. Oh man. And like you'd walk in and you know like you back then, you you people smoked in the sure. in the arena. Yeah, like you yeah. would smoke in it, and I don't know if you were like this dicky kid like I was, but like me and my friends, we would get like like um, smoke bombs. Remember smoke bombs? Yeah, yeah. And or and packs of fireworks, and you would light fireworks, and you throw them up in the air. And the thing was, they would go off before they would hit the ground. Uh-huh. And every now and then, one pack would just like go on the ground and go off, or you take smoke bombs and roll it down the aisle.
2: No, we would definitely weren't an you, asshole no. like you. <laughs> Uh, but no, like we just do shit like like I just that. watched the show and drain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. I, I I remember rolling like sixty joints and keeping them in my uh, bomber jacket. You know that you wore in the winter. I kept
0: in my locker in school. Oh, did you? Until the day of the show.
2: Uh, I did, I would never get one because I could never remember the, the combination. <laughs> so I just go with a fucking hammer.
1: So like who was the like so you were a musician growing up too right what did you play
2: i played the bass oh cool you know and uh i was good at it but i had to i had to mostly be taught like i don't have the sound like of picking up it mm-hmm. like my son's a genius with that stuff anything he can listen to it, it's just boom he got it and uh but I would have somebody basically teach me songs at the beginning, you know. Okay. And I was it was it was a good music. They like, I remember being in a, you know a band, you know, for a short time. Chasm Sultan's brother, I think he was a drummer.
0: Al, Al, oh wait, Chasm Sultan's brother Alex
2: was he a drummer? Yeah, okay. And,
0: and the band was called the Band.
2: This was probably you know I was probably in this before, but you know what I mean. I'm talking '78. I, I was young, you know, uh, but you know i remember even uh that band from the singers from another country and his white white something
0: white oh white lion white lion my, my i trend. believe
2: they were from staten island too uh the
0: guitar player was Vito Brado.
2: okay somebody like that yeah he he how, started
0: out in a band called storm
2: yeah how and, old is he now because oh, he's
0: he's got he's, he's older than me so he's got to be in his like uh like late I, 50s or well, that's early what early i'm 60s saying i
2: i believe uh I might have jammed with him because I'm 57. Oh, he, was,
0: he was he was a guitar ver, uh, virtuoso. He was
1: amazing guitar
2: player. Yeah, but this was like a long time ago, and it was just like it was just like you know it never you know. And then I just got into hanging out at the shore, and I liked Pussy a lot better. You know, if I didn't have to fucking stay on stage all for two hours, and I can just go and get it.
0: Well, you did some crazy shit too. Like like, were you, were you a pro wrestler?
2: Yeah, I do. I was yeah. uh, It was me and Norton did. uh, Jim, me and Jim Norton did a. It was a. It was a bachelor party for Shane McMahon, and they loved me. And, you know, fucking, you know, who's the gay guy, the Pat Patterson, right? Mm-hmm. He's all over, he's got his hand, held, oh, kid, we're going to make you a star. <laughs> they go, you know, and, you know, and I'm like, you know, I'm kind of, you know, blowing in his ear too because I needed a job. <laughs> yeah. And other things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, you know, I had a neighbor, Larry Sharp, that at a wrestling school, and yeah. you know, Vincent The Factory. You know, right? yeah. If you know, if it's no, if you know how to do it, you can do announcing. You could take falls and all that, but nothing came. Nothing came from it. But it was uh, three years of really having fun and enjoying awesome. what, what these people, what you see on TV. If you think you can do it, you're out of your fucking mind. I'd love to see you just get in the ring and do basic
1: bumps. Oh, let me tell you, man, I've been a wrestling fan since I was five mm-hmm. years old, and I still comics and say, wrestling
0: always seem to go hand. in oh, hand. Oh yeah, to this day, no. the
1: scariest thing I ever did was do ring announcing yeah. for a local fed. They asked me to. Uh, you got me that game? I did. You did. That's right. I was terrified that night because at,
0: at, at Bayonne, that, that, Bayon.
1: that school was closing. I know. I know. But my my biggest fear was like not stumbling over the words. Mm-hmm. Was falling through the ring. Oh yeah. I was terrified that I was gonna like trip over the ropes and fall on my face there was a lot of people in there yeah every time you get about 400 people i'm holding my breath walking into the ring and the the last match my toe just clipped the rope Uh, and my watch fell off and exploded all over the ring. yeah i was so terrified but let me tell you man you're absolutely right that is a whole different beast than being on stage with a band or a musician or anything you got to know what
2: you're doing because you can hurt somebody or or they can hurt you Yeah, because if you're losing the match you're doing all the work just guide you Don't toss you Don't hit you You know what I mean It's basically guiding You know And that's all you're doing it, It's very easy To be winning You're not really did Doing you get, anything Did you
0: get into uh, That first You know The wrestling first Or comedy?
2: Uh, comedy Comedy How old
0: were you When you got into comedy uh,
2: 28 You know 28 uh, Yeah I loved, uh, was always a wrestling fan And the, the good thing what, what, about- were
0: you doing, what were you doing Between high school And 28 then Probably
2: not in good. I'll tell you that. <laughs> if you can't good. remember, were it you was a, awesome. were you a musician. I was for sure. Because your time. son's a,
0: an excellent musician. Yeah,
2: but I was I was a landscaper and I was a painter. So that I means I did landscape in the summer, and then we went to New York City and we painted and chipped up the welfare houses so people can live fucking like humans. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did for a while. We got fired a lot. We'd go out. You know, we'd also go to the discos because the hot chicks yeah, were there. Girls, So absolutely. I'd come to work for landscaping on Saturday with my black slacks on and a shirt. Mm-hmm. And my boss, Nunzio, was like, look at you, you piece of strong. So go lay down in the van. And I'd lay in the van all day. You know, but yeah, I was, uh, you know, dealt weed. You know, look, I had to get into something.
0: So-
2: I was, it was no way to continue.
0: What was your first time on stage? Like like what prompted you to get on stage? Like, okay. How do you make the transition from 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 selling weed uh landscape and painting to, to being a can...
2: lunatic? Basically, you left out that part. Okay. How I got into comedy is probably nobody else's story. Otherwise, they're fucking lying because basically we hung out at this bar, the Gingerbread Lounge. It was a, known as probably one of the baddest fucking bars in uh Staten Island. And if you you know shit happened there a lot, and my job was when new people came in that we didn't know, my job was to make fun of them so they wanted to fight us. (laughs) So, and then after a while, my friend buddy goes to me. He goes, you know, you're pretty funny when you do that shit. You should try comedy because Jackie the Joke Man is in West Orange. Every because we listen to Stern, and that's how it happened.
0: Wow. And. Did you run shows at the Swiss Chalet at, in Great Gills?
2: Absolutely. A good friend of mine owned that. Uh, Gentile, right? Yeah, Mike Gentile. Yeah. Good fucking
0: man. One one of one of my buddies did the dog. You know, What's his he, name? Human Tank. Uh, Greg Manos.
2: Oh, okay. I knew the okay. other guy, too. The lanky fucking yeah, no, this, uh, this, the this, blonde guy. This too. guy
0: was, he, he, was, he, was a, he was a Greek guy. At the time, he had like flowing long hair. Now he's.
2: Yeah, he, we used to go yeah. in there. We were friends with them. And uh, Mike's place, it was like Hogan's Heroes downstairs.
0: And who'd, who'd you have? You had some great comics come through that place, didn't uh, you?
2: Yeah, I mean, Otto, Bobby Woods. I mean, you know, it was the gang that we hung out with. Vic, Chips. It was just the gang. It was the gang back then. That was the gang.
0: Sean, this was a place that was like a pool table, a bar. It was almost like a neighborhood Cheers type of place. Yeah, but like I, I heard like you know uh, that you ran shows. I was like, there's no, I don't even remember comedy being there. And mm-hmm. that had to be maybe less than a mile from my house. So yeah, I lived, I lived literally, you know, a half mile away.
2: Yeah, it was great there. It was, a, it was, a it was another bar you can go to and try to get some ass if there wasn't <laughs> any in yours.
0: That's, that's crazy. And then you also. Um, You fought Danny Bonitucci?
2: That's kind of fake, you know what I mean? (laughs) The whole slap thing was fake. I took wrestling. He was supposed to push me, all right? Then I hit him. That tape went on for about three minutes of me just going, well, your left foot is shorter than the other, like me insult. I'm out of insults and, up, <laughs> and, I, and, and I just go, let me just fucking hit him. You know what I mean? Was and, this
0: done for like charity or a radio uh, yeah, stunt it was, or something?
2: Yeah, it, it was a lot of bullshit. It turned out to be, you know what I mean? It was supposed to, it was really supposed to be totally set up everything and then twisted around and that shit. And It, it was confusing. And I don't like to do business like that.
0: Have you ever mixed um, comedy and music? Uh,
2: n- just bring, I bring my son. You know, I love it. I, I definitely want to do.
0: You write? Don't you write some of the songs? Well, yeah, okay. I
2: help out. I wrote, I wrote a lot when I got out of rehab. I got like thirty of my wrote in like uh, five days, and just incredible words and all that stuff. I say
0: music uh, 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 or just lyrical? I just
2: do lyrics, and then he grabs the guitar, and I go. I kind of want it to go like this. And he knows exactly what, like, we are the Gallagher brothers. Kind of just like. We are the Gallagher brothers. Yeah. We're going to argue over every, if I say, Dom, can you turn the, turn the fucking light down? You know what I mean? Like yeah. anything, because we're in that mode. But we're, we're really good, brilliant at it. So, like I said, we're going to start doing it. I go, you can do, let's put it out an album of yours, but let's do an album of what I want to do. What I, I think rock should come back as right now uh one band that i see that has it and i agree now i don't care what it was a greta vance greta play, Van, uh, Fleet. L- let me tell you something that's
0: your favorite band by the way uh,
2: <laughs> no but i'm saying i've 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 heard a lot more than one song right these guys can jam Okay. They're you know, young. It's, that's, yeah. that's, and,
0: the, and, and they yeah. play live no, but they're bringing
2: back this sound. It's a nice, uh, like a Zeppelin type thing, but his voice, wait, wait, even a, goes, a Zeppelin
0: type thing? I think yeah. it's almost saying, is yeah. Zeppelin exact? It's thing. not
2: exactly. It's, it's, it's a sound. It's like you look up to a hero. That's not Zeppelin. That is somebody that is just, you know, that was fans of this with a heavy drum. The bass comes in solid. This singer has a, you know, his voice is a Robert Plant and also uh the singer from rush you know he can almost hit those notes right. too so it's a, it's kind of unique the way his voice is right now and it fits perfectly and what the fuck else is there
0: well that's the thing i don't want to shit on greta van fleet because like i you rather can't. no i'd rather listen to that than the jonas brothers
2: well, that's, no, yeah, but I mean, come on. Well, some of I don't know.
1: Oh, you like <laughs> no, no, listen, I, any, anything that's written, I like, you know what I mean? If you yeah. put any kind of thought or emotion mm-hmm. into it, I like, mm-hmm. I just, I gotta, I can't get on the Greta, Flan, the Greta Van Fleet train. I just can't do I it. I didn't because, for a while either. Brother. You know what it was too? Like, here's an example. Like I'm, I'm two favorite bands, right? My favorite band's Guns N' Roses. Okay. So I never got to see them live when they were out so then i saw the axle version come out okay. right and they have dj ashbus i don't know if you know who he is yeah. he's a mind-blowing guitar player
0: i thought bumblefoot was uh... he
1: was he got thrown out and he was doing rhythm and then dj's playing lead so i'm at roseland watch them now well, you I've...
0: saw the
1: the axle rose version at roseland yes at How roseland was this well right before when democracy came out so 10 wow. years ago, 12 well, years ago. So, even then, that's so a now I have a great show. ear because you know, mm-hmm. I've I've played, I've been in bands whatever. So I know Slash's sound. Now I'm yeah. watching DJ Ashba play and I'm like, "Wow, that's I'm I'm looking at oh, he's, he's playing through his Marshall stack like yeah. like Slash does." And I'm like, "Oh, he's playing to Les Paul through like like Slash does." And I'm looking down and he has every pedal that, that Slash had. uses. Yeah. So he's not changing anything he's literally just mimicking his sound not putting any no. special licks in not putting any he's notes a cover in. band basically he was a cover exactly he was an absolute a cover band.
0: band i wonder if it, if the directive comes from Axel's like we got to make these songs at that sound like point that, i and, think and, it mean, it got to sound just
2: yeah, like but that. i just don't think that's the way to go it's not i don't either you I can't mean, do it you cannot recreate with different people you let them be themselves and that's when you get in the next sound
1: that, that can create something huge again. I went down to Philly to see Guns N' Roses play when they got reunited. Yeah. And I went by myself with a friend. I wouldn't let any of my friends or my wife see them because I was going to cry. Yeah. Because that was my band. So that yeah, was just so. like, so if you never saw Zeppelin yeah. and then you saw Plant and, and Page come back. Yeah. That's an emotional thing. I remember the first notes of it so easy. It was, dun, 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 dun. I'm bawling. I'm, hyster- uh, yeah. I'm in the second to last row at, at the vet. I'm crying hysterical because that was an emotional experience hearing the way it was supposed to and be. And when heard. the
2: security came over and said, This girl's
1: having a panic
0: attack, <laughs> <She> <laughs> you got to get her out. Did, <laughs> did you ever get a chance to see Zeppelin?
2: You know what? I didn't. And that's one thing I regret. I, I, I you know, everyone was going, and for some reason I was like, Nah. And I was like, then everyone came back with the T-shirts and I felt, you know, I just felt so fucking stupid. Me with my Piper T-shirts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so if that was the one, if you can bring back one band to do a show at their peak, who would that be? Well, I would that have, you
2: never saw? I would have to go with the Beatles. That's what because, yeah, you were going to say. I mean, uh, the Beatles, were, they're everything to me. You know, it was like the first thing you heard, except for what we heard, it was on AM radio, basically. So the first
0: rock 66. song- 66. Yeah,
2: yeah, but but no, the first rock song that I heard, I probably in 1972, that I thought was rock was band on, the, not band on the run, Fox on the run. Sweet. Sweet. Right. That was played all the time. That was like, you know, yeah. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Yeah. That was the music that you heard, but then you knew the Beatles, too, and everything else. And then once the Beatles came- Everything else started to come. You know, it might have went weird when it went from Beatles to Foreigner to Boston for me, but then it also went to Black Sabbath, uh, Led Zeppelin, Queen, Early Queen, yeah. uh, Arrol Smith, Early Arrol Smith. You know, when you listen to early stuff like and even rocks, it's just an amazing. It, it it's not what you hear. You know what I mean when no. you when you put on the you listen to them and you're like this ain't. Did
0: no you I did know. you get to see any incarnation of the Beatles like uh like McCartney or the Ringo All Star Band or anything? Like that? When
2: I when I took my son to see Paul McCartney in Washington, right? The band is phenomenal. Their singing is amazing. Of course, you know they gotta have to help. Paul's voice is still pretty damn strong. Okay, it's not what it was, but so they help him. You know what I mean? That's what friends do, I guess, but their voices are are amazing. The instruments that they play, they play everything. Everything is so tight with that band. If you listen to it, listen to a live concert, uh, you know, with good quality and, and you, you're going to be shocked. And everybody, it's a love fest. When you when you see Paul McCartney, there's nothing you could see why he's out there all the time. He don't need the money. No. There's nothing more fun than he can do in his life than give joy to people. Like if I met him, I would cry like a little girl. Oh, because I, I he got he a, met- I got
0: a chance to meet him. Um, really? Yeah, I, I met him and I, I worked with him for a couple of years. And do you remember at the end of the 80s, McCartney had a comeback album called uh, Flowers in the Dirt. This yeah. is after Wings. Mm-hmm. And he announced it on uh, AM uh, FM radio, I think like Z100, one of those like you know popular stations that he was gonna hold a press conference and then he was going to do a, a, a concert. And I think they were doing it at the Belasco, one of the Broadway theaters. Uh-huh. And my friends were working it. And I was in the city at the time. And I was like, I go down uh, in the afternoon while they were setting up. I was like, hey, any chance you can get me in to see this? Wow! And he goes, uh, my friend John Rosetnik, who at the time was like, Fox security, goes, um, come back at five, I'll get you in. I come back, he goes, I was dressed like in a, in a, in a dress shirt and, and pants. He goes, um, you want to work? I was like, yeah. He goes, well, since you dress like this, he goes, do VIP. I like, do VIP. Axl Rose is there, uh, Raquel Welch is there, Penny my, my job, I'm sitting next to Penny Marshall. I'm working the, uh, the VIP. After the show, Mm -hmm. you have to do a sweep of the theater. It means like you you start at the stage and you work work and you get, you ask everybody to leave and you don't move a row until everyone's out. Right. Mm -hmm. We go out as I'm doing it. My friend, uh, Fred Droller, who to this day is Springsteen's road manager. He's up in the dressing room area. He goes, you want to come work the dressing room area? It may be like another hour. It could be another two. He goes, but you want to do it? You know, extra money. It's like, I'll do it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Go up. And I'm standing there. I'm there hanging out, talking to um, Paul Schaefer. Waddy mm-hmm. Watchell, he's the uh, guitar player for Stevie Nicks now. You know, a couple of the uh, supermodels, I uh, think uh, some 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 other like, you know, f- you know, important people. About 45 minutes later, McCartney comes out of the dressing room. Wow. And the first person he makes a beeline to is me. And he asks me what my name is. He, wow. intr- he introduces himself cuz you know, it had to be done. You know, cuz I wouldn't know who he was. Go, he goes he himself yeah. to me, shakes my hand, th- thanks me for um for sticking around and doing it. Introduced himself to my friend Fred, then invited his guests back into the dressing room. Every time he would come to New York, he stayed in this, and he was married to Linda at the time. Yeah. This all stopped after Linda passed away. Yeah, um, he would stay at the Plaza Athene, mm-hmm. and I would work the hotel. And he was very, very nice, and his management was very, very nice. And anything you want, if you needed anything signed, they to accommodate you. Yeah. He seems that guy. He, he was a complete gentleman. The only thing they requested was. If you're gonna order food or bring food, uh, don't bring meat because they were both uh, big v- uh, vegetarians, especially Linda. And they you know, they get you the food if you if you wanted. So when he would go out, you know, he have his, his his assignment, and my job was I would stay in the room. Now was this wasn't like you know the fucking shit rooms that we stay in when we do comedy. Okay, I mean this was a duplex. It was like it was an apartment, and it was the first time uh, I had ever seen a phone in the bathroom. So I, you know, I would have to walk around just to make sure that everything was okay. And I go into uh, this, this area and there's his Rickenbacker. Oh, man. And Jesus. I pick it up. I
2: thought you were going to say something else, And I, saw,
0: well, I, I, I took the... No. I thought you were going to say you found a log of his <laughs> in the toilet.
2: And I wrap it No, it's on
0: it eBay. Yeah. Five grand. And then, and then, and then grand. I jerked off on his pillow, so we'll always have this symmetry. <laughs> that's crazy. <great. laughs> no, I pick up the Rick and and I play it, and he had like a, a file of facts, and I saw George Harrison's phone number in there. And oh, I call my father right. like, that. I can call George
1: Harrison right now. I'm
0: not going to do it, but I could do it. That's funny. Yeah.
1: You know, he has that effect on everybody. Like, did you ever see that, that documentary? Sound City. I probably uh, so Dave it, I mean. Grohl, there was like the big studio Sound City in mm-hmm. California where like all these amazing albums were recorded on like, you know, uh, Fleetwood Mac uh, to to Nirvana, Nirvana mm-hmm. recorded. Never this, mind. This I, is it was in L.A. You said it was in L.A. So, so th- is that, that like
0: was, the, the Electric Lady version of kind of yeah. Okay. So
1: they did. They, they did was um, they were they were closing the studio. So Dave Grohl wound up buying the mixer board. Oh nice. And he had all these people come in to record this album. It's a Sound City soundtrack. So they wrote all these amazing records. And uh, like he had like uh, Stevie Nicks come in. He had Rick Springfield guys from Queens of the Stone Age. Then mm-hmm. he had Paul. Do you like, by the way, do you like Rick Springfield? One of my favorites. Me too. One of my favorites. And go see him
0: again this summer. Exactly. Um, yeah. He's I opening like. up for Chicago. Uh, uh, That's my my birthday gift. Uh, my one one of my uh, Christmas gifts to my wife. We're doing the v- whole VIP thing with Chicago. Very nice. Oh, but yeah.
1: Chicago, another van. Mm. Oh my god. There's a scene in the in the movie, in the documentary, where they 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 videoed all the recording. And they bring Paul McCartney in. So McCartney just walks in. So it's Dave Grohl, Chris Novoselic, and Pat Smear. So it's all of Nirvana minus Kurt Cobain Uh jamming. And then Paul McCartney just comes in and they just start recording this and writing and recording a song. And all of a sudden you hear Dave Grohl go, Paul McCartney singing for Nirvana. (laughs) And it's like this surreal experience. But like he has that effect on everybody because no matter what kind of music you like, that's as close to music god as you're gonna yeah, get. Yeah, yeah. That really is. Always say I mean, that, man. And when when he goes, that's gonna be amazing. I mean, Ringo, who gives a shit? But when okay. when Paul McCartney goes, that <laughs> that's gonna be it, a it's huge. It's almost
2: not fair that he, like he he has to die. You understand? Like I'm
1: sure. Certain
2: people should be like maybe one every ten years that can that or or twenty years that can live forever that they pick. Yeah. And he should be one of them because you just can't see it. Yeah, like I just, uh, it, I I just think I was gonna say I can I just imagine what John Lennon would have put out, and and, and well, he I'm, died I'm a, at forty years old. I was old. gonna say he was forty years yeah. old when he died. Forty years old, and look what what he's done, and he it was just starting because of the fact he just had a kid. Now he had new writing stuff, new His emotions, life, new everything, topics, yeah. everything just started again, and it was like he he was finally at peace with himself, I think, and where, you know, his relationship and it, it all came together and to have a piece of shit like that, you know, do something like that. It just fucking, it makes you, you want, you just wanted to kill that
0: guy so bad. Did you get a chance you guys, <laughs> get a chance to see the movie yesterday?
2: Not yet. No, I
1: didn't. It's a great didn't. premise though. It, uh, yeah. I mean, but you know, see Lemon's Lennon's solo stuff for me, it's, is on the same level as a lot of the Beatles oh, stuff Oh yeah, too. it's
2: really, my son plays, we listen to that all the time coming back from gigs. Uh, Woman, just an unbelievable song. Uh,
0: it's it, of uh, double fantasy, right? Said, no,
2: I, I don't think it is. It, it probably I, earlier, I, I, but I'll tell you m- one woman thing.
0: Woman, I, yeah, I, I, I think no, it is. No, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. But th- that to me was the quintess. That was my favorite Lennon album. I think that's his, his last yeah, album. But, yeah, I, it, I don't know be, if I quite agree that. It, I, I I think there's something special about the Beatles and Lennon and McCartney together. The way, the way I look at them, I look at, them, I put them in the same category as Mozart and Beethoven mm-hmm. when it comes to musical genius. Just yeah. look
1: at all the music they put out in seven years. It's unbelievable. I, that's, that's the that's the whole thing. People stuff. have you have Aerosmith who's been around for forty years, yeah. so has still put out music. And yeah, some of their newer stuff isn't that great, but they've put out some good stuff in yeah. the last twenty years. But seven years, and I can say honestly, you know, there's only one song
2: I can do without, and Octopus's Garden is gone. No, Ye- Rocky Raccoon, Yellow Summer. Oh uh, yeah, it's a garbage song. Yeah. Well, you know, you know why,
1: that. Ringo. Okay,
2: <laughs> but but anything else, I love. I can listen. I listen everything straight through there ain't nothing when, when it's a, uh, you know uh Beatle weekend or something like that on the radio yeah I got that on I'm dancing in the house did either I'm of having- you
0: guys catch that um 50 years ago today tour well, it was it was Todd Rudgren uh Jason Schiff from Chicago Mickey Dolan's from the monkeys Christopher cross and Bob Mullen from Badfinger and uh, with a couple of other musicians mm-hmm. and they did their you know two of their own songs and the whole Beatles White Album. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was. I mean, to hear uh, Glass Onion like uh, live, uh, you know, like you know, uh, you, you I remember when you said Rocky Raccoon, yeah. and it was the only song that uh, Mickey Dolenz did good. Really? Yeah, I got to I actually went to the and it Has probably one of my favorite Beatles songs of all time. Is all it right? really? Yeah. Well, it has uh, not, not not that song. Oh. While my guitar gently weeps. Uh, yeah, great that's amazing. See, for me, it's like if
1: you listen to *Helter Skelter*, yeah. that's the beginning of heavy metal, for me. For you? For well, not well. If you think about it, I mean, that came out before Sabbath came out. Yeah, Ozzy's like favorite band is is the Beatles. Yeah, but, it, it but would I, not be
0: there. I think, there I, think I think metal goes before that. I think you almost go back to like bands, you know, to metal goes back to blues, mm-hmm. and then yeah, and then it goes course. to like yeah. bands like uh, like the Yardbirds and and even uh, Deep Purple.
2: Yeah, Deep you Purple was you know, uh, like
0: the first, you know, and then they influence uh, bands like Sabbath and. Sabbath, you know, to to why you know become priests and maiden all that other stuff.
1: I went to see the John Lennon seventy fifth birthday show at the Garden. Wow. When was that? Uh, a couple of years ago. And it was just a huge amount of people. It was everybody from the guy from train to Chris Stapleton to Willie Nelson, Jesus Chris Christopherson. Christ. What did I know about that? I, uh, I, amazing, I really amazing show. And then when you sit back and you realize like, you're hearing all Lennon songs and a lot of the Beatles songs, and you see how it just crossed over to so many oh, genres. Yeah, yeah.
0: What, 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 performs that stood out?
1: I would love to. Um, that. Holy um, shit. Willie Nelson did imagine. Did he really? Which, oh, which man. is great. Yeah. Um, the guy, the guy from The Killers, Brandon Flowers, oh, he's great. Yeah, did Instant Karma, which Man, is one of a my great favorite singer. songs too. Great song. Yeah, um, but it was it was just an all around amazing show. Eric Church was there. Uh, you can't even I couldn't even begin to tell you how many people were on the show. Uh, Kevin Bacon hosted. It It was on TV. They put it I out on TV. S- I, I'll bring you a copy next next show. show. I did not see. I would love to. Amazing, do that. amazing wow. show. And uh, the cool part was I had really crappy seats, and I went to try and upgrade them, and they heard. Hey, aren't you that comedian? And I got upgraded down to like three sections lower. Wow. Which is very cool. Yeah, it's a, it was a great show. And uh, it just shows you like how how the Beatles affected everybody from country to pop to rock to metal yeah. all on one show. Because you even had Tom Morello doing uh, Power to the People. Oh, I love Tom Morello. Yeah. You know, every, every genre was there just celebrating them. They were
0: great. So it's fair to say probably your, your favorite band is going to probably be the Beatles. I
1: yeah. I mean, it's
2: just like, it's amazing the way... They they use chords that many people don't use. You know what I mean? They they would close. It, it's like an E nine, uh, uh, whatever high. I forget. My son says there's two that they use all the time to close the song, and they do one and one, and it's, that's the. It's a rare note they <laughs>
1: that they use more than most. I'll let him explain it, but yeah, he said he's, he's amazing. I, I, I'll, i I'll tune in when like you guys go live and he's at a gig and stuff. And mm-hmm. I just watch him and he's, he's, he's got, he's, that, he's got that. He's got that.
0: He was supposed to be here yeah. today. Everybody. You know, he he's was. got that
1: yeah. look. But he's in five bands. Yeah. yeah he's, he's ridiculous. But
0: I mean, he's the talent this kid has is unbelievable. And he is. I mean, I wish Don was here, but he's an old soul. Oh yeah. Oh, big time. Was, he was, time. um, and we'll, you'll be there this, this summer when we do, uh, do comedy on the stars. Uh, Dom came and hung out, uh, mm-hmm. uh, when, when, when you did it, and yeah. he brought his guitar, and we were just all hanging out. And he, yeah. you know, just like you just yell out songs, and this kid's playing it, yeah. and it sounds great. it's refreshing yeah. to see. How old is he? 20? He's 20,
1: yeah, yeah. So it's so refreshing to see that. Yeah.
0: Dad, so man, refreshing has man. he know all these old songs I mean and he knows he's them.
2: got an old father <laughs> yeah I, I mean that's all I had no but uh no but him and uh, Billy Thoden, who's his guitar player been for since they started playing when they were 15 Billy's been playing guitar like I was gonna see if I can get Billy to come out but he had to do stuff because he's the lead he's the Eric Clapton in the cream tribute band oh, uh, one wow. of the huge ones that tore all over the, the world. Okay, and he's 19. So the two of them together are—they are the Lennon and McCartney. I don't give a shit if other people don't want to listen. They will be the band will be hired around you Mm. too, and that's how we're gonna we're gonna write. We're gonna go into the studio. I've never seen—you know—they can play every instrument. The two of them. Yeah. You know, my son can only not play the drums. Well, he can now, but it's just. You know, he can keep a bit, yeah. yeah. But they can do this themselves. And they're they're both, their voices together are perfect on everything. But they go, you know, anybody can sound, you know, can do a cover, but nobody can do a cover like they do. But they still look at it. It's a cover. They want to do their own stuff.
0: They put their own spin on. What kind of music did you play at home then, like that influenced your son? Did you, did you play beat, a lot of Beatles or uh, the stuff we were just talking about?
2: Well, I was married to his mother at the time. Uh, most of the music was coming from sirens from the police cars. In front. <laughs> uh, no, you know, just regular, you know, whatever. I, maybe SpongeBob got him into it. I don't know. You know, I don't know what it was, but it was me bringing him to the Paul McCartney show that night and him going, Dad, you still got a bass? And I was like, "Yeah,"
0: but how? How did he say, "Oh man, that's old. That's that's old people music," and then like not turn into like get into, like electronic or the DJ stuff that we were talking about? No, fair.
2: no. He just goes. He's in the jazz. He's in the blues. Uh, he's in people that they might put together. You know, they go if we're gonna we're gonna do anybody, let's do Stevie Ray us Let, Let's really rock it out and show people mm. what music was. And you know, and they have horns. They have. They, they have a horn section, they have keyboards. I mean, Billy on the guitar, him on the bass. You can't, you can't, there ain't nobody I have I, never never seen somebody that could play the bass like him. And you'll see what I'm talking about when you really see him up live. He's got a rhythm. He's going like to blow got, your fucking mind.
1: There's, you know what it is? There's there's people who are technically sound, like who mm-hmm. can play technical notes yeah. and scales. and you feel it. But you see it with him. Like it's his body's coming through and it's yeah. coming through his hands and he's feeling every note that he's playing. I love mm-hmm. I, every time that he goes live, I make sure I watch yeah, it. Yeah, thank it's you. It's awesome. See, that would make
2: him very happy to hear that yeah. because he, yeah, he just likes to have fun. He likes to just have fun with people. You can try. tell he you tries can... stuff. He goes, "I'm going to try this," you know.
0: Well, I mean, that, that that's the same thing with comedy. If you don't try something and fail and realize it doesn't work, right? Well, you, know, I mean, you got you got to be willing to you, try. Yeah, I don't know what that looks like here personally. Fail well, in well, you, comedy. No.
2: What does he What does he mean? I oh, will be right back. After this. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm kidding.
1: laughs> it's refreshing though, It's like I was I was saying today to some people. Well, a lot of people like to play shit safe. Well, I, I said, uh, you know, I, I just I wrote 10 minutes of new shit on Saturday morning. And I said, you know what? I got two shows tonight. And I'm doing it. I opened up with 10 minutes of stuff I have never even worked out before. And I they got great. you had
2: 10 minutes of material on a Saturday morning. I wrote, You yeah. talked about a Saturday morning for Sat- 10 minutes? <laughs> was yeah, pretty, much, pretty much. Pretty much funny much
0: when much. you wake up on a
1: Saturday morning.
0: i didn't write about Saturday morning.
1: But it was, it was so refreshing. It, it was, is. Because, like, you know, you fall into a rut sometimes of yeah. doing the same stuff. And That's it's what, like, because you know it gets a laugh and you want to feed your ego. But, like, I was like, you know what? I don't care. I'm doing do it.
2: If you're funny, you can go on in front of that. Hey, just listen to what's going on. And go up there with nothing in your head, and just whatever happened to you, just talk about it. That's what I do. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll do any. You know what I mean? I'll talk about anything that happened in my life. That's what makes radio interesting. Do you
0: write stuff down when you when you write, or is it? Or do you I, I I
2: do write stuff. I have like two. big I probably can have another hour and a half of material that I have to put in at, at home. But a lot of times I'll. I'll either tweet it and then I'll I'll send it inbox to my wife or at the club I usually say write that down right there, if I say write that down but then somebody goes you meant to, you wanted me to write that down and I get the yeah. same well yeah because I you know I'm one of those maniacs that I like I'm thinking if I recorded every set I would go into this fucking phase of not doing do this it. good set because I I'm a psycho. Never do it.
0: Never so do it. Like, so we, like you're in Atlantic City a lot. Yeah. So when you're in Atlantic City, like, are you going on stage and like, how much st- is it prepared? And how much is it just kind of like, you just kind of riffing on stage? Basically nothing is really
2: prepared at all. It's, it's not enough time to do it. And uh, it's that crowd. it's, it's that kind of tired, Gambling out of town, you know it's a mixture. So you got to be able to
1: be on your game for everything. See, I do the exact opposite. I do the greatest. Whenever I work at Linux City, I do the greatest hits because mm. they're not there for comedy. They're there because they got a free ticket and they're trying to kill. Yeah, no, but hour. they're
2: there. Uh, like I've lo- with with Matt at AC Jokes, uh, him and Ray uh, with AC a- a- Jokes, AC yeah. Jokes dot yeah. They they put on shows that they're, they're they're good comedians. They're they're all good comedians. You know what I mean. And it makes it easy and it's not, and it's like, yeah, close with 20, 25. And you get it. You don't have to fucking, you got four or five comedians, you yeah. know? You keep them around close to the same time it works. Not having five people do five, 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 and you do an hour. It doesn't work that yeah, way. Agree with I'd you. rather work in front of somebody doing 10 minutes and let me do an hour and 20.
0: Right. Yeah, I agree 100%. Yeah, I've seen clubs, clubs do that. Some of the clubs in the city, they'll give someone, you know, uh, five minutes, eight minutes, uh, 20 minutes, uh, go back to, to, to an open mic and doing five minutes, you know, 15 minutes, you know, and, I I, and, and it's two off bounds. That's for the not kind of, you know what I mean? To fucking be
2: told not to do anything for nothing. You know what I mean? And bust your balls for fucking, you know what I mean? I never seen a club owner in the city that, that wasn't fucking totally rich and, and didn't have the best in everything. Okay. He, they don't pay comedians. You know what I mean? The only one that paid was Caroline's. I remember making like, you know, doing a late show and they'll give me 1500 after I already did another thing wherever in North Jersey, but to make $25, why are you only worth, all right, I'm going to take you into Jersey and tell you someone's going to come and I'm going to give you $25 a set. You're not going to go for it. But in the city, I can open up a club and, 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 and gives people 25 dollars. I would rather have every show would have be four comedians, right? Uh, one would do 10, 15, 20 and 25, and that's the show. You know what I mean? Not, not all these 10 minutes of bullshit. No, you I have mean, a great show and you that's it.
0: I think I, I think the thing with the, with the city is that you don't want to do it for this amount, fine. There'll be 20 other comedians. I don't live in 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 the the city.
2: You know, do something for me. Do something for people that don't live in the fucking city. You're not starving, okay? Right. Um, fucking pictures of your steak every fucking night on fucking Facebook. You don't think <laughs> I You don't think I look at this shit how many times you, <laughs> who, you motherfuckers are on vacation? They're always on vacation waving. You know what I mean? I, I think I, I've been I, think I know vac- exactly who I, you're I, I talking know, about. I didn't I didn't know, about. A I lot of me. people. But yeah. Yeah. the whole fucking thing is I haven't been on vacation in fucking 15 years, okay? <laughs> but I'm just saying, you just look on Facebook and Twitter, vacations, fucking... They're out eating, fucking, uh, Listen, drinking. It's a, it's a
1: different, it's a different beast. It's a totally different beast. And I always, I always say, people always ask me who, uh, who has helped you, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm a firm believer of helping people. Oh, well, I, 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 I have people who I've mentored, and I always, I say, there's, there's two female comics who have taught me more about comedy, but the one comic who's helped me more without even realizing it is the man right here because when I Jeffrey no he's he's not a comedian oh so the uh no I'll never forget I was very new I was only a few months in I had messaged Bob and I said I'm up and coming I'd like to do a spot and get my feet wet it was no problem it was it was the Hotel Indigo in Berkeley Heights and I was about three or four months in and it was everybody was there It was you Shuli Sal Uh all the guys and you said to me do you want to host and I looked you right in the eye and go I've never hosted before so, and surely just went, I got it. Don't worry. Yeah. And he said, do a spot. And that night I was like, okay, if I'm going to do mm-hmm. this, I have to stop putting the cart before the horse and earn my chops. Exactly. And that night was, was opening for me. And that's when I started. And then I started asking to host and I would host everything I could possibly host. And then I got better. And then I started featuring, and now I'm the world class headliner that you see you right see, now, and it's all because of, of you. Thank you. Uh, it's very true. That, that I, I truly believe I truly, no, believe. I truly believe that. A lot of that. A lot about about yeah, you, Bob. And, you, you know, know I, lot, I, lot I of,
2: get to hear it. You know, I don't remember a lot of it. It's sure. just it's just the way that you are as a human
0: that you you want to help you people. D- you did influence a lot of comics, and there's there's some funny stories about like your know, comics you took with you on on different road trips and stuff, yeah. and. Didn't you do something at one of the Woodstock's? Oh yeah,
2: probably. Yeah, <laughs> probably. I mean, yeah. I mean, w- what story there? About, so, something like,
0: which with, with 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 co-ed showers?
2: Oh, fucking goddamn it. They had they had a coed shower, right? And,
0: Wait, st- tell the story. So I don't, okay. So so the people are listening.
2: Woodstock 94, right? We they they wanted to have co- comedians go there, which is yeah, it's a good idea, sure. <laughs> you know. So, uh I end up getting an eight.
0: Woodstock '94. That was the one that was outside in the air, in the in the hangars, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: With unbelievably Green sub- Day. I think sub- Aral, Aral Smith headline. Right. At night. I should have went to
0: piece. that show because that was on my 18th birthday,
1: and I didn't go, and I wound up wrecking my car and totaling it, and spent two yeah, days should. in ICU instead of going to yeah, that should, fucking show. All right, well, this know. will make you happy, Ned. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. So I get I, I get an eight ball, right? So now we're doing. You know, I'm the only one. Nothing
1: good's going to come from this Yeah,
2: I'm the only one (laughs) doing coke. Then I met somebody else that did it, and I was like, all right. So I had someone to do it with. And, uh, you know, we're in, like, a tent. It's, like, you know, like, vegetarian cooking, like, all the, you know. Then they had all these, like, these African, like, outfits, you know what I mean, of these players and that stuff. And Norton was lit next to me, right? And he just got, he's like, look how long that guy's dick is because it was like all the way, like he had long shorts on and like, he goes, it's like the helmet wants to come out and and get tickled. And I'm just fucking dying. And then one of the comedians kept going into the shower, you know, because there was hot chicks, man. And now you can it's go great. in there with the other guy and I'm like, fucking, you know, I'm all fucking coked out. I'm like, I don't want to go in there with guys and fucking girl, you know? So I, I go in there and there's hot chicks there. I look down at my dick. I got coke dick. And and I just. What's, I, what's coke dick? When you dick, it's real small and it shouldn't be. It, it just ah, looks like okay. it, it it's brand new and they just stuck it on you.
1: It's
0: a golden and,
2: raisin. And I came out and I looked at Florentine and he goes, what happened? I go, I think I got booed out of the shower. <laughs> it was It was just like, it was like. They had the porta parties, and they would give us. It looked like pot roast shit, right? And, and you would look at all of a sudden. You're walking around, and you look, and there's a pot of uh, uh, porter party. The door is open, and you look, and I look, and it's, like, it's Norton sitting there with his legs wide open, with a paper plate and a fork, and he's eating something that looks like Ugh. like. Like pork, you know what I mean? Like the the meat, like all grinder, pot roast. Yeah, yeah. And he's eating and he goes, hey man, that stuff ain't bad in here. And the fucking, everyone's like, oh, that's oh, walking by. That's it was so like, it was like things like that. You know what I mean? That was oh. just like, and then I remember. Was, it, was Voss there? Yeah, Voss was there. Yeah. And Don Jameson was on stage and somebody threw a 32 ounce bottle of piss at him. <laughs> I've never had somebody uh, I've never seen that happen before so it was the funniest thing in the oh, that you know it was stupid to put comedians on we were in like a fucking corner yeah. and nobody gave a fucking shit and, and and I remember somebody threw a fucking big bottle of piss at him that's all like certain things you'll never forget. And But it, it was a wonderful experience, you know? Maybe
1: if we have Don on here, we can all just, like, pee in a bottle oh, and just recreate the whole thing. You know what? Really I hope funny. he we remembers gotta, that. Pre- How <laughs> could you not remember getting a bottle of piss thrown well, at Well, fuck, you. I never did, and it didn't even happen to me. But, <laughs> but he had
2: this colorful month. vest on. He looked like He looked like some kind of game show host from like 1972. It was like. like Wink Martindale? He, he, yeah, like, like something Mr. <laughs> Furley would wear. Oh, God. You got to see the picture. If you see the picture, you'll know what I'm talking about. But I, I've seen it. That's uh, great. I, I, I got I to just like jot that down. Jot that <laughs> down, yeah. He got, he got a huge bottle of pistol on that And you've seen it. It, it, it. it couldn't have went any slower in the air to make oh, me laugh crazy. so much. You know what I mean? The way that I giggled as I seen oh, that I urine could, could bottle not? just floating in the air towards him.
1: And, that, that, and that's he's amazing. like, hey, but then you know what the thing,
2: <laughs> and the fucking piss is like floating around in a big oh. fucking Mountain Dew bottle. I fucking loved it.
0: So b- before before this this went by unbelievably quick. Well, cool. this is what
2: happens when you know how to do this shit,
0: right? Uh, but be- but before we we wrap it up, um, just wa- I just wanted to like bring this up to you guys. I, I, you had to be doing a bit, okay, but. The, the, you know, this uh, past weekend, the passing of Neil Peart, okay? Uh-huh. Rush, you know, to me, I loved Rush. They're in my top oh, five amazing. bands of all time. Was and was now a it, bit. And when I, when I, when I think about uh, Neil Peart and his playing, and the fills on songs like Tom Sawyer yeah, and yeah. Limelight and the instrumental YYZ, which I heard coming over here, and then the lyrics on songs like uh, Passage to Bangkok and twilight zone you know and and 2112 oh, yeah. i mean he, he to me i thought he was one, one of the best musicians of, of you know, he, when you talk about uh, mccartney as mm-hmm. as a as a musician i put neil pert in that as a percussionist yeah, yeah. i think he was voted the fourth best drummer of all time behind bonham keith uh moon. keith moon and ginger baker
2: okay yeah so it's not it's not too bad were, were you a rush fan Uh, I really dug their shit. We used to play one of their songs. I, I just don't remember what it was a long time ago, but it wasn't one you heard on the radio a lot. But yeah, I mean, did I go crazy for them? No. Did I go see them? No. Do I love their stuff when it comes on? Yeah.
0: Didn't like Rush.
2: Don't like Rush. It's not. I didn't say I didn't like him. I said I like them. No, I don't. Oh, you don't. I don't. Sean no, doesn't
0: like
1: it. I don't. You know, I just. I'm not he into caught, it, man. He like he I caught, caught some backlash. I, I did. I, I did catch a lot of heat. I don't care. It's just my opinion. Like, I, look, I'm not denying that they're a great band. Well, I'm not, not denying. Thing. No, I'm not denying. Do you don't have a that, thing about Canadians? No, because Nickelback's a great band. You see, so, uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was hoping he would say
1: triumph, but he had to go. And- I was hoping he said Brian Adams at least. <laughs> Brian Adams is great too. <laughs> yes, <is>. but uh, <laughs> you know what? I, I, I will never deny great musicianship, and they're no. phenomenal musicians. It's just not my thing, and I've tried. I really have tried. I think there's you four did, like, songs.
0: Twelve, the overture. I think there's. There. I think if I
1: have four songs of Rush on my phone, it's a lot. You know what band I guarantee upsets him
2: the same way? Tool. Earlier from an earlier time, yes.
0: Yeah, that's a great way, I could see. Horrible. I, I could see him hating you. Hate, you okay, horrible. That's what it is,
2: you're, gonna, you're not gonna get them because if you're not gonna get Rush, you're not gonna get, yes is a probably a different kind of version. Much of more,
0: I mean, Rush was hard, their progressive rock brand. Yes, was a progress. They were the definition of a progressive. Rock I just band. know a
1: yeah. Lonely Heart." That's the only song yeah, I know. So oh, you, should a, know that. you should know that. You should know that. That's the hit. You should, but you shouldn't know that. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. That's here's what I'm trying the, to say. Here's the seven. I have "Spirit of the Radio." Okay. I have Tom Sawyer, Y Y Z, Limelight, mm-hmm. uh, "Stick It Out," and "Cold Fire" from '93. So that was newer stuff that I actually. How that's how I got into them is those couple songs, okay. and then closer to the heart, Wait,
0: '93. That was a Roll the Bones album. Counterparts. Because I'm sorry, Roll the Bones was early. That was ninety one. That was that was the last thing I, I listened to the day I got married. Oof. <laughs> what's, what's, the what's, day what's, the, what's, the music what's, ended what's, it's, 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 Roll the Bones. <laughs> Roll the Bones 91 I was listening to to, to a Rush it's album. almost like you hear the DJ
2: go the yeah. needle go right across the fucking beautiful record I
1: don't I don't deny the great musicianship man but it's just one of those one of those things Deep Purple Deep Purple's another one Jethro Tull oh, I okay. I could throw my guts up. I, <laughs> I never got Jethro Tull and they were telling the garden you're telling you're playing a flute in a rock yeah. band yeah. shot uh, my go friends a- loved Aqualung,
0: it. it No, no. 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 Okay when, yes you, you, did you like Yes Bob
2: I I like some, yeah, because I played the the sunrise. I played the bass. I played long distance running around. he was was amazing. (laughs) Oh my God, on bass he was a fucking animal, you know. Yeah. Another okay, another band who I loved, who I loved back then was a band. It was more of a whatever. It was Joe Jackson. They're, they're
1: no, ma- Joe Jackson is awesome. Yeah, I love Joe Jackson. Their bass player,
2: Graham Maybe, is probably one of the best is she, is, bass is players he really, uh, ever. Going out? Is she really going out with him?
1: Yeah, oh,
0: Joe yeah, Jackson. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, dude, Anthrax
1: covered
2: him. Yeah, yeah he was listen amazing. to I'm the Man on the band. I'm the Man, it's a bass. I used do, to run do, into
0: do, him do, at do. bars in the city. Dude, honestly. he was an awesome dude. Fucking listen to them. Listen to early Police. Oh,
1: Police are amazing. He, you know?
0: play, he played Staten Island. Oh, Joe man. Jackson played Staten Island. Do you remember a place that was called Wave Street? Yeah. Joe Jackson played it, run into him, and asked, I asked him about that gig. He said worst gig of his career. I fucking hated. He hated Staten Island, they hated playing Wave Street. No, yeah, that well, happens. That's the end of that story. But
2: you know, he also played <laughs> he also played at Great Adventure not too long ago, a few years ago. Well, back.
1: that's the circuit, the state fair circuit. <laughs>
2: yeah, now, right? but but I'll tell you what, unbelievable. The sound, the bass. How
1: is that guy not bigger? I, I have no catalog. Idea. Uh, Absolutely. I, a, lot of, a lot of people are like that. Christopher Cross was great. Oh yeah, people like that. are just they shut they, up.
0: They just went into this wait, wait, whole wait, wait, AM radio. Bring it, you cannot possibly bring it Christopher Cross. Why, up in just this conversation. did. conversation. I just did. Oh, he just did. Uh,
1: right. oh, let's talk more about White Panther or whatever fucking yeah. shitty Staten yeah. Island band. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <White> Jesus. <Panthers. laughs>
0: yes, this is gonna be is gonna be the new sequel to, to yeah. the Black. We Panther need movie.
1: another. <laughs> we, we need another band
2: from Staten Island. It's got to be an animal yeah. with a color. <laughs> Well, that was the thing. That was the thing back in in, in the eighties. Hey, yeah. y- let's go see Yellow Cat tonight. Yeah,
1: orange iguanas
2: playing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Christopher. Hey, Cross. it's Pretty Bird tonight. <laughs> yeah, I saw Pretty Bird. They were excellent. <laughs> only their second album. Yeah, they did the same thing. The same thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you jerk. <laughs>
0: let's
1: wrap this up.
0: Yes. <laughs> wrap this up. Bob, where are you going to be?
2: Uh I, I'm going to be at Uncle Vinny's tomorrow, Wednesday. What's today? We changed it. T- t- what, t-
0: yes. T- today is, is. this hearing when? T- t- is, um, well, it depends on and Adam. If uh, oh, Adam, Adam, uh, Adam will get him up if, if Adam Adam gets uh, it, I would add add to, plug to,
1: next uh, week's yes. gigs.
0: Yes.
2: Uh, go to UncleVinny's.com. Go to ACJokes.com. And hopefully I get my operation on the 22nd. It's going to be oh, at this 9 month? in the morning oh, if they allow it. We have about six seats left for the operation. So if oh. you want to get now in. Catch Bob in. at the operation. Now, I mean, you can, dinner and show is sold out.
1: Good.
0: <laughs> How about you, Mr. Uh, uh
1: Headlining Catch a Rising Star in Princeton, yeah, January 24th, 25th. Headlining White Plains Comedy Club, January 31st. And then I'm doing the Norwegian Escape.
2: What? Uh, nice.
1: February 29th yeah, through March 7th. Cruise, Cruise ship. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. See, all because of you, Bobby.
0: Wow. See, Sean is big time.
1: No, yeah, no, that's cool,
2: man. Yeah. I, I went on a cruise, I took a weekend cruise, you know what I mean? And I come home, Monday, we land fucking, you know, in New York City. Tuesday, they fucking, the fucking World Trade Centers get hit. And everyone's looking at it, like, taking pictures. And I'm like, you fucking people. Nah, and man. this fucking happens fucking the next day after that. It was the saddest fucking thing ever. And I'm looking at it like I see this shit every day. And it still gets, it, it should make everybody mad still. absolutely. Never trust fucking yeah, anyone.
1: Don't trust anyone. Especially, gonna, especially orange iguana. I'm going to be a yeah. uh,
0: headline in a rowboat. Uh, that's, that's what <laughs> oh, I got. A roba. Up. I'm not going to be headline. I, I, I couldn't didn't sell they out. Open, I couldn't sell out the rowboat. Didn't they open uh, it for Piper? <laughs> 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 yeah. They were, they were called orange rowboat. Uh, now I have, you no, know, I have clubs in the city. I have some some stuff coming up. I, I I the way I write this down in my calendar is just absolutely stupid. I don't even understand. Well, it. I'm but sure the so-
2: way you're writing, and, and the way you're telling right now The audience will definitely be there. Yeah, n- 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 have, just, just I, roam
0: around. Uh, this, this, just this, the, go, this, go, this, go to the, the my village. just go to my you know Facebook what? Just page. give out
2: your license plate and let <laughs> yes. people follow you. That'll be fucking easy. Here's easier. my number, folks. Just easy. give me a call. Oh, I'm going to be mm-hmm. on Tiffs at the 18th this this Saturday too. So nice. Uncle Vinny's Wednesday. Uh, tiffs, and then uh, you know AC jokes give me a whole bunch of date. Follow me at Twitter at Levy underscore Sir. I'm back. This is a new account. I'm I've been knighted like Paul McCartney. So well, when I call. Melissa Alano or whatever her name is a cunt again uh, maybe they won't <laughs> throw me off since I'm knighted
1: yeah well once you're on your 19th Twitter handle too it uh, also yeah, doesn't. it's
2: unbelievable <laughs> it's like I, I, hey look don't everyone follow Bob Levy 137
0: Let's <laughs> <laughs> go check us out on social media you know, our Instagrams our, our, our Facebook our, our Twitters whatever what we got and uh, you, uh, and I think uh, next next month we said we're going to start doing this uh, two times a month right yes we're going to start going yeah. We're yeah. two twice okay. a month. And then roll. Um,
1: roll, we got a, uh, we have a great guest coming in. One of my favorite singers, um, Cassidy Catanzaro, from, formerly from Antigone Rising, uh, has a new album coming out in March. She's mm-hmm. going to come in and
0: uh, give her her, her story, and she's going to perform two songs too. That's going, oh, that's to, nice. that's going to be good, and you know we're, we're going to have a uh, Jameson, and we're going to have a whole bunch of of, of, of really interesting guests uh, coming up on the show. I so, may have one so lined s- up
1: that's going to blow everybody out of the water too.
0: So, so stick with us, guys. <laughs> that has something
1: to do with the robot? <laughs> <laughs> it's the singer from White Panther.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Our numbers for the first show. We're, we're excellent, and we just ask people, just please keep supporting us. Uh, subscribe, give us uh, five-star reviews. We're going to be on Radio. We're going to be on iTunes, all the places where you hear i, uh, I uh, podcasts. So please. And
2: every time we we're going to put it. up the links for this show, every link is going to be on it. So just join them all, retweet everything, uh, repost everything, you know, when, when you see stuff up, and get into it, man. Not many people are, are, are doing stuff that... You know, this is your lifetime. This shows a different side of people that you don't know. You That's know what right, I mean? Sure. You never seen this side of uh, most people. You, you know, you always hear like the same typical shit. This is the. This is what made our lives. You we know, I
1: mentioned blue cheese one time.
2: Exactly. Thank you. Well, next but, time we have you in. But he did bring up the Danny, you bought a douchey thing, what <laughs> it? like a
0: douche. Bound <laughs> <laughs> uh, a douche. Okay, guys, that is it. <laughs> that is it for us. We, catch us next time. Thank you very much. Later.